Welcome to another edition of the Asheville Sound. I'm your host, John Lauderer. Today I'm joined by singer-songwriter Timothy Almond. Blue skies will come again Skies will come again Blue skies will come again I'm on the line with Timothy Allman. Timothy, thanks for joining us today. Yeah, thank you, man. My pleasure. Great to talk with you. Yeah, thanks for agreeing to be on. Uh, I um, uh, must confess we've never met, uh, but we are uh, uh, fortunate enough to be recording live on Zoom right now. And, yeah, uh, from it's a, a great way to meet, isn't it? From a safe <laughs> distance, yeah. But yeah. I've, had a, I've had a good time getting to know your music. Really cool stuff. And it sounds thank like... You. You're a multi-instrumentalist, kind of an eclectic taste kind of guy. And uh, yeah. I see you hail from Miami, Florida. Yeah, I do. So yeah. what was what was your road to Asheville like? How did you end up here? Oh, wow. That's a pretty... Well, we got uh, plenty of time. We got plenty of time? Yeah. I, I actually, at the before I moved here, I was, you know, playing drums in a band full-time, touring around with the band called 70 Times 7. And um, living on the beach, but I my sister moved up to Hendersonville, and I visited her. Uh, and I didn't particularly care for I, it. Was so quiet, and everybody was so nice, and everything was so slow. And uh, there was nowhere to eat at two in the morning, so I didn't really uh, think I would ever waffle house. Move. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't think I would move here. But uh, uh, a couple of things happened. My mom was like mugged in broad daylight oh no you know, it's, yeah yeah it's uh, literally like wrapped the arm around her purse while they were coming by in a car and dragged her down the road and wow. it happened it happened like twice within two weeks so what? My, yeah oh, no. my initial move was to you know just kind of get her up here stay for a little bit and then um then head back but i was kind of burnt out at the time you know, and was looking for something, a change of pace and maybe to settle down and start a family and that kind of stuff too. So there was a lot going on with that. So I stepped away from music and moved my mom up here. And um, at that time, my, one of my sisters was going through a divorce and uh, we kind of moved up here together to restart life and get mom somewhere safe. And yeah, so that's how it kind of started. Okay. So Miami was getting rough, huh? That's, that's crazy. I've never actually yeah. been to Miami. I've been to the airport on the way somewhere, but I've never stepped foot of the outside of the airport, but it looks yeah. like a, kind of a crazy place. And you're, you're born and raised there. Yeah. Yeah. I was born and raised in Miami. So, uh, you know, despite the craziness, um, it definitely gave me a lot of, there's a lot of, uh, musical roots there, you know, um, huh. Because you have Cuban music and you have of course, uh, of course. reggae music and, you know, hip hop and all kinds of music. So um, that definitely is part of my, you know, part of my roots and part of what my story, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Did you uh, come up playing much of that, like Caribbean and Cuban music? I really started in the rock, you know. Um, mm -hmm. The, 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 
I expanded the Latin and the funk and the reggae later on. I actually was a lead singer for a reggae band for a while. Oh yeah. 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 So, I did some, I did some time in reggae too. I lived in Wilmington, North Carolina for seven years and uh, that was, that was the moneymaker down there. So yeah, I got, I got into it and it's fun. I learned a lot about it. It's, it's fun music. I love, I love it. I mean, I think, um, you know, Bob Marley is definitely one of my biggest influences and, mm-hmm. and rhythm in general is, you know, cause my first, my first instrument is drums, you know, mm-hmm. it's rhythm and drums and that's, that's where it all starts for me. Foundation. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then I was singing from the drum set and then I started writing songs and playing like acoustic and, and doing mm-hmm. that and grew from there. But the, the drums are always like that first, that's where I think I could sit down and play with almost anybody. The rest of the stuff I got to work hard at. (laughs) And um, I saw a picture on your website of you playing something really intriguing electronic percussion instrument. It looks like you have some, some sort of multi-pad and like some cymbals. What was that about? Oh yeah. Yeah. It was an octopad. Oh, so uh, it's a rolling octopad. It's actually a cool, yeah i can play it standing up it's it's a great little rig i could play like a drum set you know mm-hmm. but plus i use it for um like percussion and that particular gig uh um i had a guy playing drums so i was doing percussion and then throwing loops and mm-hmm. um playing drum set on it too so we have two drummers but it, uh it's just a cool way i can get from the set and stand up because i got a kick drum and everything that runs through it um wow. Sometimes I'll use that when I'm doing the acoustic, you know, and have the kick pedal and and then and trigger some stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mess with the, I'm a drummer too. And I have just like, you know, a small Alesis multipad uh, that I use for the certain breakdowns and things like that, but I've never really gotten deep into it as far as programming and loading sounds and th- all that. That's, that's kind of beyond me, but uh, it looks like, uh, and it sounds like too, from uh, your music that, you're you're pretty um, savvy in the electronic realm of music making. Uh, how'd you get into that? I, I um I think it's kind of a natural progression for me. The um I love the loops, and then I have the Roland uh the the new the newest Roland drum set right now too. Um, so it's funny because that this EP came out. I was actually going to release a bunch of electronic music, which I'm going to do next. Mm-hmm. And I, I have on doc, but I, I wrote kind of blue skies came again. And mm-hmm. then uh, I had a bunch of other songs that fit that better, you know, but a lot of my stuff is more electronic and experimental and loop based mm-hmm. uh, where I'm playing drums. Uh, those videos actually go along with like a live show that I'm putting together. So, Oh. where I'm using loops and drums and electronics. Okay. So. Yeah, it's it's an interesting mix of um, acoustic and uh, electronic on these tunes, I've noticed. Um, mm-hmm. The uh, acoustic guitar is ubiquitous in all the tracks, and then you have synths and some drum machine stuff in there uh, mm-hmm. for the most part. And uh, it's, it's really um, eclectic. Uh, music you have there and how would you describe it if you were to put it in the box uh i kind of called it like contronica contronica <laughs> <don't know. laughs> yeah. if, if you took uh trap beats mm. and 
uh, singer songwriter, acoustic music, and eighty synth, mm-hmm. uh, and put it together. It's this <laughs> this sound I've been trying to get, um, and, and I, I, you know, and it's sort of natural for me because I love, I love trap and I love electronic stuff, mm-hmm. but I'm also like a singer songwriter, so mm-hmm. I, I like I like the push and the pull of the organic against, you know, the the perfect symmetry of the rhythm of the electronics so I, I like that kind of push and pull of the natural and the um the technical yeah and yeah. i'm kind of pushing those boundaries but uh yeah i like blending like a lot of my stuff uh blends styles it blends you know salsa and and 20s music and just everything you know it all kind of blends together and i i, I find like making a musical quilt out of things that shouldn't go together. You know, I like that. (laughs) Yeah. And it's, it is really intriguing. And um, when you perform this live, do you perform it solo or do you have a group or are you just using loops? Well, I've struggled. I haven't done it live yet. I'm, I'm, I'm working out the technology. I, Mm -hmm. I mean, I have done a few shows. I, you know, I've struggled with the idea that people just want to see one guy, you know, with loops is that, but I know there's DJs and, you know, um, and then the more people I bring, like if I, it takes a lot to lock into the click track and lock into these tracks and play off of them. As soon as I bring somebody else in, they throw me off. So it takes a lot of work for them to get to a place where it doesn't throw my ears off. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I've experimented with like, maybe I'll just have them come in and just kind of respond to what I'm doing. Like some really good players to have this sort of spontaneity. Uh, I'm still kind of figuring that out. I think right now I'm setting it up as a solo show where I'm just doing drums, guitar and loops and vid- and the videos are just like visuals to me are just as important as the music. Mm-hmm. So um, that's how I see this show. And I, I, I run everything through like a PreSonus and Studio One, but I need to run the show through Ableton, which uh, I still am working on, you know, where I can, all my presets would switch over, all the videos would switch over, you know, and my sounds would all be programmed in Ableton. So I got my work cut out for me. Yeah, but that'd be tricky. Vision. You have to have it all synced up with the videos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you have to be working on click tracks. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but that, that does seem... Like, you know, uh, where we're heading as far as inter- live music entertainment is concerned or visuals are more important than the auditory in a lot of ways. <laughs> or, or maybe they're equally important. I'm not sure. But that's, that seems to be where we're going. I've noticed in a lot of shows I've seen, like if, if there's not something really interesting going on visually, then the audience tends to kind of lose it. Yeah, yeah. And I, I like... I'm kind of like, a, I don't want it to, I, w- I want to convey a message or a thought. And I don't necessarily want everybody to look at me anyways. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I think it's good for singer songwriter. You want to make this like connection and you're telling the story. Um, but yeah, I don't know. There's a part of me that like, I want to connect with people and I want the sounds to connect, but maybe I'm, Maybe I'm scared and I just want to hide behind visuals. <laughs> well, that's what the DJs do. A lot of them anyway. Like take for instance, uh, Dead Mouse. You know, he wears a mask. Yeah. 
And, yeah, kind of yeah. like Dead Mouse who plays drums, I, you know. And I'm trying to deal with that, you know. Like, is that even cool, or does anybody really want to see that? But, <laughs> um, but it's it's a vision I have. The way I see this show is definitely a visual based, um, multi sensory, you know. Uh, and the, of course, you're going to have a lot of low end frequency um, on some of this stuff too. That uh, so that's how I see it. I, right now I can do it in my studio. I'll have people come in and I'll just, you know, I can do it here. Mm. I've just got to transfer it to, to a live setting. So I'm building a whole nother set of gear to take outside, okay. but I'm, I'm work, I'm working it up. I've got like the first three songs ready to go. And I still got to work out some of the technical sides mm. of transferring it into Ableton and making it happen live. Yeah. Well, uh, It'll probably be a while till uh, the clubs will open up again for that to happen. So you have some time. Uh, yeah. And I saw on your uh, website that you're also a producer. What kind of producing work do you do? You know, I, I'm into, I know I don't want to say this too loud because people will start calling me, but I, um, <laughs> I just produced a song for Lucas Eckhart and um, he's an amazing young artist. And I look for opportunities like people who are just need to be encouraged, you know, um, I try to help people who need help. So I, I, you know, I do produce people, but I don't really like, I'm not charging people for that. I'm yeah. trying to get people down the road. The music industry is brutal. Mm-hmm. And, um, there's a long list of people with their hand out. And some of these young artists, um, they just need a leg up, you know, and mm-hmm. they need an encouragement to keep going, you know? So I feel like, my calling right now is to focus on art, my, you know, making it and to encourage other people's art. Mm-hmm. So you have a uh, home studio, uh, I imagine. Yeah, I have a built, uh, I had, a, I've had several studios, which was, this one's really cool. Cause I, um, I got a separate building and, um, put it in my backyard, you know, right. um, cause I have four kids. So, mm-hmm. Um, my family comes first and, and in that way I can roll out here at night and go to work and, you know, uh, it doesn't take any time away from them. But, um, one of the things that happened, uh, that transitioned for me was I decided to come back into music full time, which was a big decision. Mm. And that was right before COVID hit, but I built this building and I'm so thankful because my other studio was on the other side of town. And with all that's going on, um, I'm able to be here uh, close at home, take care of my family, and, and, and work on music full-time now. Yeah, good timing um, on that call, no doubt. Yeah, so it, it just kind of all came together. And also the way I built this was so that I could do shows from here or live streams and then turn out the lights and, and be home. Because I, I, the reason why I didn't pursue music because I was scared I'd get back on the road and screw mm. up my family but yeah um, you can't do that with four kids huh yeah it's hard but I realized I could do both you know what I mean that there was a way to be creative and I could do it through you know live streaming and I could do it through the, just the way that music has changed um and I could do it local and kind of keep control on it and um yeah, so that was that was a shift in my mind where it's like I can do both. I can I can love my family, love my wife, and do my art. 
Mm-hmm. And I don't have to sacrifice one for the other that I can do both simultaneously. And that, that, that was a major shift and things really started to, to come together. Yeah. And I think you're on the right track making music videos too, because you know, those are uh, uh, an important part of uh, getting your music distributed nowadays. And mm-hmm. uh, uh, I really dig the, the blue skies will come again video. That's really well done. And definitely, you know, uh, the perfect video for 2020, uh, you know, is showing all the, the pandemic related, uh, gear and, and, <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, kind of showing yeah, that, how it's coming all back home and, you know, it's, uh, it's, uh, you know, keeping it ar- around the house and, you know, love of the family and all that. Uh, tell us about the uh, concept of that video. How'd that come about? Well, you nailed it. It's like, um, I actually shot most of that video on my iPhone. Wow. Um, and, it's all in my yard because we were stuck in our yard. <laughs> you know? uh, uh, well, there's a couple of things that happened with that. I was actually working on some other songs. Like I was recording something um, for something I was going to uh, sing that weekend. And in between that, I just started like playing something. And um, I was like, wow, I had this line, blue skies will come again. And then I, I, I just hit record. And um, at the time, I was actually talking to, I don't know if you know Chris Rosser, um, but I was talking to him about writing a song together. And I said, I said, I just did this in one take and see if you want to work on it. And he called me back. He said, I think you already wrote the whole song. <laughs> and so that whole song, I, all those lyrics I wrote in one shot. Wow. Like, just the, the, whole, the whole guitar line mm-hmm. and all the lyrics came out. And I was like, okay, it's a song. And then, um, you know, and so I think, I think for me um, at that time, it was really like when all of it first broke out, the COVID first broke out and like all the restaurants were closed and nobody was really sure what was happening. Um, And um, so we were kind of locked in around the yard and around the house and, um, me and my wife tried to drive out to just break away from the stress of it all and went to the parkway and it was closed down and it, it felt like the, there was a bubble, you know, just, yeah. I felt, I felt like, Oh man, I hit the edge of the glass, like, <laughs> you know, and uh-huh. I did drive around, you know, crazy, but I drove around at night and everything was shut down and it was just a weird, you know, so all that was going on. I was processing that. And, um, you know, I guess that I was thinking to the future that there will be a day when that will be over and and we'll we'll move forward from it, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it all it just kind of came out of like real life. It came out of the things I was experiencing as a dad, uh, pulling my kids out of school, um, you know, trying to protect us. You know, it felt like at at first it was like uh, risking my life to go to Ingalls, you know, <laughs> you just didn't know. And it's craziness, you know, yeah. uh, I think I, we were wiping all our groceries down with bleach. And right. I even bought bleach and I wiped bleach down with bleach. I'm like, <laughs> what, am I, what am I doing here? You know, so yeah. uh, my heart was, I, I just came out. It just, it just spilled out and mm. I captured it. And then I uh, chased it down and um, I have a good friend, Hank Lewick, who's mission recording, who, who engineered it for me. Um, and, 
and um, really made it sound good, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah, that just spilled out of me and that was it, you know? Yeah. And the video really captures it. Um, and did you, you shot it all on iPhone and did you edit it yourself as well? No, there's a guy, uh, Fuse, uh, Rob Wilkins. He's with Fuse Media, mm-hmm. which they're great. They, they like, um, like the network with a lot of uh, artists and filmmakers and mm. I do a lot of stuff for like his films. I'll do like soundtracks and stuff, but, mm-hmm. um, he, he actually, did, you know, I sent him the song with all the stuff from my phone and then he edited the rest, some of the, the other shots, obviously that are not in my yard. Mm-hmm. They all came from, uh, Rob, Rob's brain. And, uh, it's just good. I could send him stuff and trust him and he does great art, you know, and, and it just kind of all tied together, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a really well like um, organized video. Like I I have some background in video, and I haven't done it in years, but I always appreciate when I see you know just nice continuity through a video, uh, mm-hmm. especially in music videos, ones that really uh, do justice to the music, and it definitely does that. And yeah, and it's very current. This one is. Uh, I encourage everyone to go and check this one out on YouTube. I'll have a link on my page here for it. Um, and you also have videos in the works for all the tunes on your new EP, right? Yeah. And I, I, like I said, I was actually, I've got those four videos and finishing up the fifth one for say what you mean. Um, and then I have, I have this whole electronic show, which has about 18 videos. So I'm going to, wow. I'm going to be, busy releasing a bunch of stuff here and this this kind of ep snuck up i thought i was doing the electronic thing and then i did the blue sky song and it kind of turned into an ep (laughs) okay so the other four songs grew out of that um yeah yeah just they were songs i had that had more lyrics that Mm -hmm. that were kind of you know because i was like man i'm weird i got songs that are like 1920s you know jazz with yeah with uh, hip hop and just all over the map and songs that are 10 minutes long. So these songs are more word based. They kind of are similar and they still have those hints of that electronic along with the organic. Um, So they made sense to go together. So I figured instead of being just like all over the map, I would release those songs together and then I'll throw out the electronic songs together. Hmm idea yeah. the two sides of timothy almond <laughs> yeah and then i do the stuff with like me and my wife do like the acoustic and just the two of us type thing too like the singer songwriter thing too so yeah. you do yeah. the singer mm-hmm. yeah she's singing on blue skies with me that's her voice yeah uh, uh, which is really it's just man it's so cool that i get to do that with her because this is my best friend and my wife and yeah and we can make music together, you know. It's a beautiful thing. It is. Great. Well, I want to give a listen to this tune. This is Blue Skies Will Come Again by Timothy Almond.
back here with timothy almond uh and so you mentioned that you're doing an electronic record uh later after you put out this more kind of acoustic slash electric record mm-hmm. uh, do you do you have kind of an alter ego for this other side of uh of your your muse or is it is it all all the same guy i i think it's all me yeah i mean it's the way i listen to music too hmm. i mean I, I could be listening to classical music and then i could be listening to you know trap and i could be listening to hard rock mm-hmm. um it's just i don't know I, I it's kind of a i guess i kind of relate to beck in that kind of way He's just uh, kinda, one of my favorites yeah i think i think that that's probably someone i would uh think i'm a lot like in that way where yeah I hear he's a uh, chameleon, man. Every <laughs> album is different and it's starkly different. Yeah. And every song I do is different. So like I, I, I'm working on a song right now called Drumline and it's, it's like Latin fusion with a drum. Uh, I had a drummer over here from the Western marching band 
Mm. And then I had a flute player on it and I'm doing trap beats on it. Wow. So that sounds I think awesome. I'm, con- I'm constantly um, experimenting with mm-hmm. fusing stuff. So no, I don't, I think it's all just me. It's, that's, that's, I don't know. I got ADD. So I think it comes, <laughs> I think it comes out in, a, in yeah. the music, you know, I think it just comes out of me like that. And, yeah. Well, that's impressive uh, that you can do that on your own because I know Beck, one of the reasons why a lot of his albums sound differently is because he collaborates with a lot of different producers and, and whatnot. Like, you know, he'll do a, an album with Danger Mouse and then one with like Niles Godrich and the one with Pharrell, you know, and they all sound very different. Uh, yeah. mostly, mostly because of that producer input. Um, but well, yeah. I look forward to that. I yeah. think I've been, I've been, uh, I have like, you know, this is the first time in a long time where I've really reached out and like, I'm here. And that's how you saw the video, you know, mm-hmm. because I made a conscious effort to let myself be known. Other yeah. than that, I've just been like a mad scientist locked mm-hmm. away, you know, in the studio. Yeah. But I long, I love, getting with other you know i think that like anytime you get with somebody um it changes what you do and that's that's where the magic happens you know that's so i, I look forward yeah. um to that kind of collaboration too yeah well who are mm-hmm. some of your major electronic influences as far as uh composing goes oh man uh well i like i know it's not totally electronic but like flame and lips oh, yeah. uh, as big and i like gorillas and i like mm-hmm. um uh i like a lot of trap and hip-hop mm-hmm. i listen i listen to that stuff just to to hear the beats and just to hear the the way that they uh yeah the rhythms are like i'm uh my my kids keep me up to date <laughs> so, yeah, yeah you got some teenagers teenagers in the house yeah, I got three teenagers in my house, man. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they're down with I, all I, the current stuff. Yeah, yeah. They, I like uh, the song called "White Ferrari." I thought it was lovely that my daughter just showed me, and yeah, they keep, they keep me up to date and let me know when my stuff is cringy or if it sucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah teenagers are very honest. I'll give them that. Oh, dude, they tell me straight up that dad, this sucks. Yeah, <laughs> don't do it. That you know. You, this is terrible. Yeah. Well, you mentioned uh, the Flaming Lips, and I'm a big fan too. Uh, and I've it's been interesting watching them, you know, progress. They have a very long career, as you know. Mm-hmm. You know I think their first albums were like in the early '80s, and you know, where they were pretty much just kind of this crazy DIY punk band touring with like uh, butthole surfers and all that. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, you know, over time, they start to incorporate synths and drum machines and and, and now some of their newer records are, you know, almost all electronic, you know, not, not many real acoustic instruments on there. So uh, mm-hmm. it's interesting to see them kind of jump around, you know, all these different influences, bring them together. Um, I'm really digging their most recent records. Um, I like the, um, the uh, I think it's pronounced Oxy, Oxy Medley, you know what I'm talking about? It came out like three years ago. Um, it, it's mostly electronic. Uh, and I didn't think I'd like it because I'm kind of a purist when it comes to music. I, I like mostly yeah. real instruments, but it was so well written and just beautiful vocal melodies that I couldn't help but love it. And, yeah. uh, and you know, Wayne Coyne is genius and Stephen Droz is a genius. So, you know, it's, uh, it's bound to be great no matter what they do. 
Yeah, and I think that that's that's where you can see the true artistry is when they're just keep moving forward, mm-hmm. you know. And you, what's weird is me as an artist, I feel like a little baby right now. Even though I've been doing this since I, I've been playing music since I was 10. But right now I just feel so creative and fresh, you know, just just feeling everything, you know. Yeah. Well, you're tapping into new ways of doing things. And I think that's, that's what's keeping it uh, going for you. Cause you know, as you know, when you get a little advanced in, in age and uh, most people get kind of set in their ways and, you know, <laughs> now it's kind of sink or swim, uh, especially when it comes to staying uh, current and relevant. Right. So yeah, I've noticed, I've noticed a lot of artists are incorporating electronic into their sound. Um, some, I think, just because that's what's happening and some because that's what inspires them. Uh, yeah. So yeah, it's interesting to see that happen. I, I think for me, it's not really trying to, I'm not trying to be current and, and that's not, I'm just enjoying what I'm doing mm-hmm. and um, exp- I'm having fun. I'm experimenting and, and because of rhythm and, and drums, like I love having a, a, a an electronic track that I could play drums against because I can I can go in front of it I can go mm-hmm. behind it I can slow it up you know what I mean yeah you can move the pocket around and it's not, everything's perfect but but me mm-hmm. and I love that you know I love that feeling um, so I'm just I love sounds I could sit here and just turn knobs and create sounds <laughs> and sound you know all day long so yeah it's endless. Yeah. All right. Well, speaking of which, uh, the next tune we're going to spin is Remote Control, uh, another synthy track. Uh, tell us the uh, inspiration behind this tune. Yeah, there's there's a lot in that. Um, I was reading several. I was reading several books, you know, and um, there's one uh, Empire of the Summer Moon. I don't know if you by C um, C S Gwynn. It's like it's about the rise and the fall of the Comanches, um, and sort of the how the West took over the Indian Plains. And um, you know, I was really every time you read history, as far back as men go, they're fighting, and they're, they're killing each other, and they're fighting over this and fighting over that. And uh, I don't know. I felt it. I felt like the blood and and the and the sadness of all of it and and especially like i see it in our you know currently you know where it's just uh the bloodshed and the anger and the you know and it it, um it's out of that where i felt a great sadness just for all of that um and trying to understand why 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 as human beings is that always like a narrative all the way from the beginning of time to now you know um so i think it kind of sprung out of out of that and it it sprung out of all the fighting and that i see currently you know um there's some some if you notice probably through all these songs there's a there's a theme about division and hatred and um i've been seeing that happen in my own family and it's just it's it's hard when people you love and care about are so divided. And so the nature of, of men to, to fight over 
um, things. And that, uh, uh, a, um, Aiden Weaver did the video for that. He did amazing. He brought it back to like Renaissance times. Mm. But we were talking about that. like, And he thought Renaissance kind of captured that medieval Mm. sense of war and 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 conquering and um yeah yeah i don't know so it's my wrestling with that and it's just uh that's where that song came from and kind of my heart cry of like i just don't want to do that and i i've you know i don't know if it's a necessary thing if it's something that we as humans always will but i wish we could get around it you know what i mean mm-hmm. Yeah, you'd like to think we'll evolve past that um, side of our nature. But, uh, you know, here we are, you know, centuries after the Middle Ages. And we're still, you know, uh, yeah. st- still the same, but not quite as brutal. I mean, we're, we're more sedated mm-hmm. now with, you know, technology and pharmaceuticals and all that. But uh, mm-hmm. and, and there is more law enforcement, of course, which keeps right. us uh, at bay. But you know, we still have that that tendency as humans to be, you know, brutal towards each other, and yeah, it's uh, it's it's sad to see. But uh, I think it's in our hearts, you know, and I think that's where my ache came from. Yeah. Is I don't think we're any less brutal. I think we we just shower up a little better, right? You know, <laughs> I, I think we cover it up a little better. But as, when you scratch the surface, it's right there, mm. and if you push, you don't have to push that hard. Yeah, you know, it only takes a few events to to bring that out, and so yeah, that was my wrestling match. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that was that that was sort of where this, you know, mm-hmm. it, within the song, it's like it's literally saying no more fighting, no more war, mm-hmm. um, and that that's that's what that that's really wrestling with our own humanity and. Yeah. And I realize I'm only like a couple, like, I want nothing but peace and, and, and good things for all people. Mm-hmm. But I'm only a couple situations away from being this, that same guy. You know, I realize that that's in me too. Yeah. Um, say for instance, if, you know, someone threatened your family, I'm sure you would do what you had to do to keep them safe. And that's yeah. the animal comes uh, out, right? Right. And I'm like I said, it's only like one or two circumstances away from being that animal. Yeah. So I realized that in myself is that it's a very fragile sort of line that we walk. And and I'm humble with that too. Because you're right. Like for me, I would let like somebody pick on me. I'm a pretty tough guy, but I would I would do anything not to fight. And they can say anything you want. But if you mess with my kids or my wife, mm. it's hard for me to contain that. Yeah, yeah. I understand uh, that the more I become entrenched in parenthood. I only have one child, but I'm two, yeah, year, I, two years in, I, and I, yeah, I would definitely go to war for her, no doubt. I heard that you had, yeah, from some of your other uh, shows that, you know, you had that child late in life. So, yeah, yeah it's it's a game changer. Yeah. Um, these guys are, you know, everything. And that right now, a hundred percent of my heart and energy is is for them and for their world you know so so yeah Yeah. but i I do have this dream of that maybe we wouldn't have to be so brutal maybe we we wouldn't have to 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 be animalistic in that way yeah 
And how, how does the, uh, the remote control metaphor fit in there? Uh, uh, it kind of worked backwards. Sometimes I just write a name. Like, I don't know what I'm going to write, but yeah. I'm just like opening a page in my system and I need to start somewhere. <laughs> uh, and then that track came, but I, I, you know, hindsight, I think, um, we, we, we have control what some control of how we respond and what we see and how we react to what we see um, we're responsible for. Mm-hmm. So yeah, in a sense, yeah, the remote control is, is your, is your heart. You're clicking that on for evil or for good. Okay. All right. Well, let's give that a spin. This is remote control by Timothy Almond. Nobody 
Timothy Allman. And the last track, last track of the evening is Say What You Mean. And uh, yeah, tell us a little bit about this track. Um, yeah, this is sort of my wrestling with media and, and um, so many voices coming at you from uh, telling you what to believe, what is right what is wrong and they're so polar opposite depending what where that voice is coming from and um and also just being honest about um who you are to to whoever comes in front of in front of you in your day you know um um there's kind of like this forced opinion that you have to make an A or B choice, you know? And I think that there's a C choice. I think there's always other choices, but um, yeah, it was just, you know, that, that definitely came from current like situations and current battles. And again, um, like I have, I have two brothers and three sisters, you know, and, um, and we're divided. And uh, we've never been divided. We've all, we came up out of a hard, hard childhood. We, we stuck together. We were tight. And so to see division amongst ourselves over certain topics, um, again, it just, it, it, this, I guess this song is kind of me working that out, you know, and, and trying to, to reckon, reckon that, you know, I think there's a line in there, uh, Love's the only way we can win. Mm. Um, yeah, that's that's where the song came from. Those aches and pains, and trying to to find a middle ground to make peace between people that I love. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as the Beatles said, "Love is all you need; it'll save the day." Yeah. That's right. They were right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, acts as bold as love. Jimmy was right too. You know, uh, it, it's not that easy though. It's it is right, but it's definitely the harder path. You know, to choose to love, to choose to be peaceable when you have a right to be angry is one of the hardest things to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. True that. All right, let's give a listen. This is "Say What You Mean" by Timothy Allman. Say what you mean, mean what you say, say what 
Everybody's moving their lips None of it is making sense Redefine communication Tell me what we're fighting for We could start a civil war Or a civil conversation Is there only darkness and light? Are we only left and right? Casting out our allegations More to this than what we know And what we sow is what we grow Peace another destination Say what you mean Mean what you say Say what you mean What you say Say what you mean, mean what you say Say what you mean, what you say Giving up control of our lives Everybody cover your eyes Playing us against each other Never dreamed that I see the day Freedom slide of handed away I can't even hold my mother Separation makes us blind Lashing out or digging in After we have lost our minds I hope that we the only way we can win Now's the time to begin Offering your invitation And I'm back here with Timothy Allman Timothy, I appreciate you joining me tonight uh, What do you have uh, in the works um, beyond the release of this EP? Anything going on? Well, yeah Yeah, like we were talking about I have yeah, I have I'm putting a, uh, a show together and I've been thinking about doing um, uh, uh, some podcasts too, and and maybe a show called uh, My Backyard, where I, uh, spotlight local artists and local business, mm-hmm. um, and tell their stories. Um, but I have all this elect, I have all this other music that's going to come right after it, and then I'm going to be working on these shows, and hopefully I'll be helping other artists, you know move along with their art and their and their dreams so. absolutely well, i look forward to seeing that live show that sounds like it's going to be fun and yeah. uh you'll be releasing um that ep soon and all the, the videos corresponding as well yes sir yeah i can't wait to see that too yeah man thank you wish you wish you luck in the future man and uh, look forward to meeting you in person yeah that'd be awesome uh you need to come by the studio and hang out we'll uh we'll play some drums cut some tracks <laughs> and, and have a good time 
I'd love to hook me up. I will. I will. I'll, uh, we'll get together, man. But I, I appreciate. Uh, thank you for what you do and for sh- helping share other people's music and their story. It's great, and uh, you know, all the best to you and your family, and as a new dad, to uh, you know. Thanks, Tim. I appreciate that, and uh, you have a nice evening. You too, brother. Thank you. And that does it for an edition of the Asheville Sound. I'd like to thank Timothy Elman for joining me today. Please check out his materials online, his cool videos on YouTube, and continue to support local live music. Until we meet again, y'all take care. live streaming online music lessons are here. Need to brush up on your guitar skills? Improve your singing voice? Remember how to play that old dusty piano in the corner? Well, Asheville Music School has got you covered. They teach students of all ages, yes, adults too, and skill levels, and any style of music you're into. Visit AshevilleMusicSchool.org to inquire and learn about dozens of great music teachers. Asheville Music School is a nonprofit organization strengthening Western North Carolina communities through music education and outreach. Once again, visit AshevilleMusicSchool.org for all your music learning needs.